0: And we're live. welcome everybody. This is the realitys ours podcast and we're your host tonight, Nate and Tony. Hello uh, dude, we got Scott Armstrong on uh, from Rebunked. Dude, I'm super stoked to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh this weekend would have been something special, but I guess that's what like this was like an emergency episode. We can talk about what the fuck's going on in the world and yeah, man, so how are you? This is your second time on, but tell our audience again where who you are and where they can find you.
1: Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me on. I mean, you guys have been crushing too. Like uh, uh man, there's a lot of people that I feel like both of our circles like like dude, I want to talk to all the people you've had anyway. Yeah, yeah babbling here but anyway like like freaking pete i want to get pete on so bad dude like i just i know i just i need to text him i'm like facebook friends i'm like come on yeah So, but anyway anyway my name's scott i do a show called rebunked Rebunked rebunked.news is the website uh pretty much look for me anywhere except youtube i started to like tiptoe back into doing some of my shows on youtube and i just got hit with another strike yesterday so i'm just like dude i'm just so burned out with youtube man so i'll try to keep it uh I'll try to mind myself here and try to not get your guys' channel taken down, but we'll do what we can.
0: Go for it. We uh <laughs> go for it. We have Rockfin. This is just a live stream. Yeah.
1: Do you guys? Uh, do you guys know about uh, Content Safe at all? Do you guys ever work with them? Nah. Did you tell me about it? Is that a guy named Matt? Is that what with- Yeah, Matt Raymer. I might have told him. Okay, that, but I was just on a meeting with him just right before this. But like, seriously, like it's a all, all I do is I basically, and this is for all the content creators out there that are listening, man, like. I, I, just uh just real quick, like I do my stream on uh Rockfin and Rumble, and then Content Safe takes that stream and distributes it out to all the other platforms that I'm on. So it's like basically like a podcast distributor for like video. So it's super sick, super, super slick, and it just makes my life easier. So anyway, just throw that out there.
0: Yeah, that's dope, man. I really should look into that. Like so much of my time is like is uploading crap and doing stuff. And I literally yeah,
1: just press the record button, I live stream it. And then I'm done.
0: I walk away and they take care of
1: all of it. I don't have to touch or up, upload anything. It's just like game sure. Then with, with truth I didn't live, stream, we didn't live stream the show. So I had to like sit down and edit each show. And then that got me into like, I would be all like, I'd be all nitpicking and I'd be like listening to myself talk. I'm like, Oh, I hate how I said that one word. It's like, go back, try to edit that one word. I was spending like hours editing each episode and then upload. I didn't have a life. I didn't have a life. And now, man i just streamed done dude it's crazy it's like such a hell game oh yeah. so, anyway. hell yeah,
2: yeah uh so we saying. got
0: our first comment asking about well he says what's up guys no squirt bear here and i imagine he's talking about sal so <laughs> <laughs> no that's
1: my buddy no squirt bear dude i know no squirt bear that's my oh, okay
0: What's yeah. up, guys? No squirt bear here. Okay, I thought he was asking where Sal is. What's up, man? Yeah, what's up, uh, squirt bear? We're happy to have you on, brother. No, yes. no
2: squirt
3: bear.
1: No squirt. No squirt bear. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, this
3: is instructional. We're not supposed to squirt the bear.
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's the yeah. way. Around.
3: Oh, okay. We'll I see him it. on there. <laughs>
1: yes, he's there. He oh, yeah, he's here. He made it in the house. That's awesome. Cool. Well, what the heck, guys? What's going on with you guys?
0: Dude, we've been so busy. I mean, Tony, I don't know what the hell you've been up to, Tony. We haven't talked in like a, like a week and a half. Uh, but dude, we I I just we just got done doing a Bigfoot documentary that was Whoa. dope as fuck. Yeah, I'll send it to you after. It was dope. It turned out great. I got a, a partner named Ben. He's awesome. You could talk to that guy. He just wrote a book on cryptids. I you don't you don't go into cryptids and stuff. Dude, I'm like, down. I'm down. Yeah. I have
1: not I've not delved into anything like like that yet. But I'm totally down. I have no limits.
0: I'm loving it, dude. I mean, to me, it can just be like, to me, it's all connected. It really yeah. is all connected. It's like, because you can talk about Bigfoot and you can say I'm crazy, but it's like, it's the same thing that's happening with the orbs. It's the same thing that's happening with the UFOs, like these, these bizarre encounters that are happening and they're all being tied together, which is crazy, man. They're all being like seen at the same time. It's like, it's whatever that, cause we'll talk about interdimensional beings and things like that. And when we talking about like the evil communing with them and stuff like that, yeah. but like, I, dude, I think that there's like a neutral and a good. And like, I think like Bigfoot is one of these interdimensional creatures.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, you know, I've been pulled so far off of this particular beat. You know, I used to be fascinated by like, you know, UFOs and, and and higher levels of consciousness and all this stuff. Like, but I've been pulled so far away. Just talking about COVID two years. straight.
2: Well, uh, dude, I'll tell you what,
0: I'm a lot more white pilled. Uh, than I was because I was oh, yeah. focused on COVID. I was so like, holy shit, the new world order. And I'm all about, like, I'm still like watching them like, you know, but I'm not focused on them anymore. I'm not giving them my energy. I'm not giving them like they're, I'm not giving them my power. Yeah. You give them power when you focus on them.
1: You yeah. know what I'm
0: saying? Like, totally.
1: Well, you guys, I mean, you guys are in the solution. I mean, you guys are deep in the, you know, talk about agorism. You know, I, I, for anybody that's listening, like, you know, I, I'm in Tennessee now, but I lived in the Pacific Northwest and I've met these guys multiple times at all these events that we used to do, like uh, Squatch Fest and freaking Manifest. Like, you know, you guys are in the solution and, and you're talking about it. And like, that's, that's where we need to be, you know, like it's building parallel systems, yeah. rival and uh, just not, not even rival, but just like, we don't need to have anything to do with them anymore. Like we're, we've outgrown them. You know, we're, we're in a whole different sphere and they can keep doing their thing. They can keep doing their thing, but we're trying to build this new paradigm. It's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, sometimes oh, yeah. it's kind of like a parallel system. I think it's almost like a real system, like have yeah. a real community, mm-hmm. not, not like this illusion of community, not like this illusion of, well, if something happens, and I go to this bureaucracy and they kind of pretend to do some stuff. And 12 weeks later, I get a check for like, but actually have, people that you can count on and building up these communities Mm -hmm. and i think there is some component of that of having i don't want to say like a supernatural but some kind of like just something to bring you together and often Mm -hmm. it's something that's bigger than the individual pot that tends to be you know some crazy shit like bigfoot or something or something like um But if it's not something else, that's awesome, too. Whatever it is, like, it doesn't matter.
1: That's what it is, like, just meeting up in real life, like meeting up in person. And and if you can form around, like, a common interest, that's that's ideal right there. You know, there's nothing more powerful than being in a room full of a bunch of like-minded people that get together under the presupposition of, like, a specific thing that you're already into. Like, for me, it's like recovery, right? 12 step recovery, I could walk into a a room anywhere in the world, and I don't even have to speak the same language. And I know when I walk in that room, I'm intuitively like completely in line with every single person in that room. I know exactly what every single person is kind of like what they're there for what they're about, you know, to different various different degrees. You know, that's a huge thing that I'm grateful for. I've been to like a flat Earth meetup here in uh, just outside of Nashville. And to me, it's like, I don't really know, honestly, I, I've heard enough to make me question and be like, yeah, but I, I couldn't sit there and like throw out a bunch of flat earth arguments. I couldn't get into a debate about flat earth. I don't even know. I don't know the things that I would use to bring up, but I'm, I'm hundred percent across the the line of thinking like, well, the lie is so big that, you know, nothing would surprise me. They're, they're lying to us about everything. So why yeah. not the earth? And I see why that would be something that'd be advantageous. To them, in order to control us, is to deceive us about the shape of the Earth. That's so why it all makes sense. But in, in any case, like going to a flat Earth meetup, regardless, like those are my people.
2: Yeah, hundred percent too. And
1: you know, and so I don't care. If we could, we, I might not. They, probably there's not agreement among any of them. There, there's probably a lot of you know. But, but man, like I just, those are my people. You know, I could go to like a freaking MAGA Trump proud boy rally, and like I have a lot more to i you know i have a lot more in alignment with those guys and if i were to go to like a freaking like women's march or an antifa rally or something like that you know what i mean it's just like i may not agree with everything but like yeah I can vibe with those people a little bit more you know what i mean but the whole point well, that was the big thing man was coming, with, was coming together with like-minded people in real life around something that you have a share a common interest in that's so huge
0: Hell yeah, dude. I mean, that was my biggest thing is because I used to be like a really fucking autistic libertarian. I was like a purist and things like that. And, and at some point I was just like, man, these people want to kill me. There's people mm-hmm. that want to want me dead. And these people over here are like, they have the same enemy as me. And you know what? These people want to let me live and do my own thing too. You know what I mean? So at, at some point it was like, Hey, are you an advocate for medical freedom? Then you're my ally. Yeah, you know what I mean, and so like it it's more of a big tent thing, you know. I'm not a I'm not a crazy a hole anymore, and I'm like, dude, I I moved to a small town. You know, you know where I live. Like, I live uh pretty close to to Adam, yeah, and I'm like, like cool, cool, cool. yeah, and we are like, dude, we're in buck shit nowhere. I like, <laughs> it's great, dude. It's great. Yeah. Everyone's like Trumpers and this and that, and it's like, you know what? That's okay. All those guys would sit and have a beer with me, go shoot with me, shoot the shit. And like none of them are jabbed or if they are, they don't care if I'm not, you know, and just like they're all just chill as fuck. And at some point I realized I have a preference of who I want to be my neighbor. Totally. You know,
1: (laughs) Totally, you have every right to you have every right to choose who you want to be neighbors with, man. Like it's crazy. But, uh, man, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, do you want to, you want to talk about, uh, so, I, okay, let's address real fast because the, the title of this is Scott and Sal. Sal oh, yeah. had a family emergency. Uh, whatever's going on, uh, we love you, Sal. We hope everything's cool. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll have to reschedule. Thanks so much, bro. I hope everything's cool. And then secondly, do you want to talk about Manifest?
1: Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. Apparently, I got a notification from or just an email or no, 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 text message from the property owner. And he just said that some things came up and they weren't able to hold the event. So
2: okay
0: that's the extent of your knowledge what's yeah. going on as far as i know dude because like uh the wildfire shit is is coming back dude and like we started getting like rumblings and warnings from like california them saying they're going to turn off the lights like you know how they're like fucking with the energy shit yeah. and so like they legit think that this is government starting fires
1: totally yeah they starting fires so you can flatten the curve is, of energy usage right Mm hmm.
0: And so like the problem is like so like Malala, where where the festival's at, like there's some people without power right now. They turned off all the power. So like we couldn't have had it. It's what happened, dude. Like they they're screwing with the grid right now. And they're dude, they're starting some shit. Like if you okay. saw our sky right now, anybody in the Pacific Northwest knows what I'm talking about right now. Our Our the sun is like orange and weird and the sky is all gray and smoky. Like, wow.
1: Yeah. See, I mean, I know all that all too well. I remember this time last year, dude, it was like it was like. Like hell, like it was like, it felt like hell. It was like August of last year. I remember that, dude. Or maybe it was not- twenty twenty. Maybe it was twenty. Yeah,
2: it, it was twenty twenty. Really- yeah,
1: 2020. Yeah, it was twenty
0: twenty, dude. It was rough. It was like it was them saying like, "Hey, I told you to stay inside and wear a mask, and you motherfuckers don't want to <laughs> do it. Watch this." Watch and they that just kind of like you wear a mask dude. exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, it was and-
2: terrible, man.
3: And anyone who wasn't there for that, you were inside. Like, that wasn't a thing
2: you could just walk outside. Like, your
3: lungs would hurt afterwards. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was gnarly, dude. That was, that was a very surreal time <laughs> in human history in the Pacific Northwest.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. Scott, you might want to check it out afterward. I think Eugene might be on fire or, like, some area wow. around there. You might have some friends out there. I don't know. You might want to reach out to some folks. Yeah, man, that's wild. That's crazy dude
1: yeah i don't know i don't know well hopefully manifest goes off next year you know i feel like there's just um i don't know man i think what what manifest was born out of was just like this everyone was dying uh for like you know human contact and just getting together and just trying to everyone was such in such despair because of the what, what had been done out there like everyone was just like like i'd man it was just bad like i knew i was about to get Fired from my job and I got fired shortly after that. Like, I knew I didn't have a job very much longer just because of the mandates and everything. And I was miserable there and just everybody, it just sucked, man. Like, we were all doing meetups, you know, our little freedom cell community. But, like, I think for the most part, people were like, just like lost and just wanting connection and something. And so the manifest was born out of that. And now that things have kind of like lightened up a little bit, I feel like people are just like going back to their
0: lives and trying to like pretend like it never happened,
1: which I don't know, man. I think that's (laughs) kind
0: of. I don't know. There's an aspect to that that you're absolutely right about that w- when we get too comfortable, we just go back to the status quo. You know? And it's like, we need to, rem- like, when it was bad, we knew who the fuck the enemy was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone was waking up and everyone was going, like, holy shit, this government totalitarian.
3: Oh, oh road, man. man.
0: Well, what I was going
1: to say to that, I mean, what he's saying right there is just, uh, hopefully he'll just refresh or come back in but just to that point it's like right now that we're in the lull This doesn't mean we go back to the life we had before go back to sleep just go back to whatever like this is our time to really fortify and like the biggest thing like what manifest was all about Squatch fest is all about you know i know what you guys talk about a lot is just the idea of like building community man it's like what we were talking about before a minute ago like what we need to be doing is we need to be building high trust communities and uh you know strengthening our inter- interconnectivity and our ability to rely on each other so now right now is the time to like start doing meetups and start l- getting to know each other doing fun activities like i have so blessed i've gotten to know some of the folks locally here um uh like in the in the bertaria community i'll just go ahead and say like it may not be everybody's cup of tea but man i freaking i'm super grateful that i have these uh these folks here locally that are all like all about crushing man and uh we've been doing fun stuff like we've been going to that's who I went to the Flat Earth meetup with and, we, you know, went to Missouri last weekend. Um, man, it's just been, it's been really, really cool. So are you guys doing meetups out, out there at all? Or wait, no, Tony, you move, where'd you move to again? No, I'm
3: in Rhode Island right now. Oh, I right, right. actually met up with, um, I went down to Pork Fest this year. And I oh, met up with cool. some friends today from there. So um trying to keep in touch, build those bonds.
1: How was Pork Fest?
3: Oh, dude, it's wonderful. It was just, it was giant. I mean, it's just like a giant, I mean, I didn't go to Manifest, but um, it was like Sasquatch West, just bigger. Um, yeah. And it's just awesome. You see kids running around selling shit. Like they'll go and steal a bunch of brochures from yeah. like whatever and sell them to people. You see people, Um, there's just so much just. Community talking to each other. Um, you just got to know your neighbors there. Yeah, and it was um. It still felt like I'm going on twenty something years. I think it's like twenty one years, or it might have been twenty years. But it still feels like pretty organic, you know. There's politicians there showing this stuff, and sure. I have mixed feelings on that because it's often people that I like, like or would like, but I also just feel like. Like it's not a place for politics. It's just, Hmm. that's, that's the infiltration to me. It's like, even if you like what people are saying and like the political process to me is pretty dead and it's about people coming together. So when you see people infiltrate that, but I also feel like that's the cycle of life. If you create something, eventually it's going to die or get corrupted. So it's, um, and it's still just like this beacon of Liberty.
1: Yeah, totally. And that's New Hampshire, right?
3: Yeah, um, Lancaster, New Hampshire, small town in the middle of nowhere. Just see some mountains.
1: So I heard New Hampshire, they're kind of uh, going rogue, aren't they, a little bit? Like as a state? I mean, is that like like they have the, what is it, the Free State Project? Like is that a viable... Is there any like viability to that i mean what's going on with that do you have any boots on the ground report on that
3: yeah i mean a lot of people um obviously i've got my own real world echo chamber going on so i don't think it's necessarily going to happen right away but i think something's growing i think that a lot of people i mean i don't think that we as a country are at the strongest point right now so it only makes sense that we're going to start to fracture a- away. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether it's gonna hop. I mean, I, I so feel I like hear
1: the question is like so I've about it. I haven't actually looked into it. Like, is this um are they like I mean, what's the gist of it? I'm looking at their website now. New Hampshire consistently ranks among the best in Oh like,
3: shit.
1: I'm just trying to like see, is this like is this kind of like a, an agorist type thing where they're trying to
3: no
1: system, or are they literally trying to like secede and create their own country, or what's the kind of the
3: I think that they're trying to flood their represent um, basically put all their politicians, make them libertarian <laughs> orientated and yeah. then basically kind of live out a freer world that way. You're it's talking crazy. about the free state project.
1: Yeah. yeah. Gonna, I haven't okay. like it, it says, okay. So it says the free state project is a mass migration of more than 20,000 people who are pledged to move to New Hampshire for Liberty. See, there's some value in that. You know, it's funny because obviously I just moved out of Oregon as did a lot of people that are liberty minded but i've heard this argument being made before like wait a minute hold on hold on what about what if like everybody like from texas moved to oregon and we just take that damn state back right because oregon i'm sorry that's like some of the beautiful most beautiful country it is, in the world, man. dude like yeah. it's a damn shame like how are we letting them let us run like why don't we just go take it back man like and but you know what that's what they're doing to us dude they're flood they're literally like flooding Texas making like Texas might go blue man i was just in austin and that place is pretty blue like a lot of like several of the high, the high rises in downtown austin were all like all the colors on the top of the building were all rainbow colors the tallest buildings in austin were all fucking rainbow colors dude like the the town has been conquered you know what's
0: so fucking Dang. you know what bothers me so much dude is that is the political is political is you know what I'm saying? Utilization yeah. of homosexuality. Yeah. I got friends that are gay. They're Dude. not fucking asshole asshats that want to like, like. First of all, change my kid into any sex they want, and they don't want to. They don't want to fucking touch my kids. They don't want to. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to indoctrinate people. They don't want to force mandates on people. They're just people that happen to be attracted to another sex. It doesn't have to be inherently political. It's the same thing with them trying to force me to be Latinx because I'm a bean. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like no, I'm a fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's like
1: Yeah, man, It's I mean, Jesus. I don't even I don't even talk about that shit much on the show, so I'm like I can't even fucking
0: deal with that shit. It's so
1: fucked. <laughs> <I> think,
3: <laughs> you know? I, yeah, they just basically whatever identity groups they can find, like basically it's like, "Oh, you identify this way. Well, this is what this is really." So it's a mechanism of control. Cuz yeah. you you're right. Like there would be like there's no gay community like that's not a saying unless you are living in a gay community or something like where well,
0: everyone dude, you, you know i don't know how many gay friends you have but have you ever had like lesbians and gay people hang out together they hate each other like wow. they talk shit about each other like what i'm saying is it's not like a unified like what i'm saying is like i do okay my lesbian friends maybe they're jerks but like they're out here in portland they're they're lesbian chefs and stuff they're like those fags (laughs) Uh, like, you know what I mean? But it's just like a silly, like, I don't know what it is, but what I'm saying is they're not like a unified, like, like the left tries to put everybody into like a corral and says, you're all the same thing, right? Oh, you're black, you're trans, you're disabled, you're lesbian, you're Mexican. You're all, you're all our like peons and you're going to vote the way we tell you to. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, dude,
1: it's wild. I say, you know, I say, you the word fag has lost so much meaning. I say we take the word, we take that word back. Like fact, has no connotation to like homosexuality or it's not on derogatory thing. Well, and they should never have had it anyways. Yeah, exactly. It was middle it, school. There's nothing. It's, not, it's not, I'm not yeah. judging you because, yeah. well, this is like an old Louis CK joke where it's like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, I'm not calling you like there's there's no faggotry among like homosexuals it's like okay but the person that's coming up to me telling me to pull my mask over my nose like pull your can make sure it's over your nose okay I don't know that that to me now that that's
0: <laughs> exactly no I mean, he goes, he goes, because I would never call somebody a fag because they were gay no way I I I'd call oh. them a fag because they were being a faggot
1: yeah exactly a faggot, dude like, <laughs> like, you're, like driving around with one with the mat with, with two masks on in the car by yourself dude he's like quit being a faggot and put that dick back in your mouth
2: That's
1: that's, that's the louis Gate joke. Yeah, dude. Like, it's it's nothing to do with hate. Like, stop wearing two masks, (laughs) faggot. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. Now, I've never been, yeah. On the air, on the record.
2: There
0: you go. Oh, you've never said the F word before on um, on I have. I have. We're going to have to clip that one.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) Good sound bite. bite. Take the two masks off, faggot. God, God. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube's going to love yeah, it. Put thing. it
0: in the intro. <laughs> dude, we go, dude, I'm telling you what, you know, what's funny, Scott, like uh, the last strike we had, I'll tell you about it. So like we go hard on these live stuff and we'll, yeah. we'll say something like, uh, like as a joke, we were saying this for a while on almost on every live stream. We'll say something like this. Bill Gates is a fat tranny that uh, with sweet tits, is trying to give everybody AIDS with the vaccine. Yeah. I'll say this right now. We won't get a strike. We got a strike. Our last strike was we had a gentleman come on. uh, Shout out to you, Josh Monday. Uh, He just like uh, we did one on biblical flat earth that we got a strike on.
1: Interesting. You know, that's an interesting observation, too, because that flat earth meetup I went to, it was like 90 percent Christian. I had no idea that there was Mm like a huge overlap between Christianity and flat earth people. I had no
0: idea. Well, if you read the Bible, there's a ton of things that support flat earth.
1: Yeah. The flat earth gravy. There's a lot of flat earth gravy. Yeah. There, apparently.
0: Dude, the flat earthers, like, like I'm pretty ambiguous on the shape of the earth. I know that NASA's lying, but yeah. I tell you like the coolest people that I've met are flat earthers. I've had like yeah. some of the most awesome people that I've had on too, uh, have been flat earthers. And they're fucking great, man. Those are my homies and they oh have great goodness. audiences, man. Like uh, they come and support me and talk to me, send me emails and messages. Like it's a really cool community. Yeah.
1: So shout out to my
0: that. flat earthers, man. I flat, love those. Flat guys. earthers,
1: dude. Heck yeah.
0: I'm all about it. That's awesome, yeah.
1: man, dude. So yeah. What else is new? What else? Are we, so I'm looking at a place we're, we're trying to do a little uh, festival out here. So you know how we do. Like we went up to your guys' Squatch Fest and immediately we were like, okay, we got to do something like that. Down in Oregon, so that's how Manifest happened, and uh, and now I'm looking out here in Tennessee. I'm like, okay, we got to get something going out here, dude. Because I just went to that, uh, went to the the Tennessee uh, Bear Meetup uh, last weekend. That was pretty cool. Uh, that's where I met No Squirt Bear. Shout out No Squirt Bear in the chat there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, dude. And I met so many cool people that are just like trying to do the deal, man. That are doing
0: literally doing the deal. And uh, dude, the cool. Bears are a really cool community too, yeah. man yeah owen's fucking awesome he's killing it dude that's that's like he he's winning at life Married, kids has a ranch little farm like middle of idaho doing his own thing taking care of his family that is that's the win that's what you want that's do
1: you guys listen to his stream at all yeah sometimes yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah he's crushing he's crushing it's hilarious i uh yeah yeah i mean that's what it is man it's like we're, we're just, we're not, we're not playing this game anymore, man. And like, I'm, I feel, I feel like, I feel like as, as that community, it's like this, um, it's like uh, Richard Grove puts it really well. Like, cause the autonomy community, you know, like the grand theft world community. Like There's so like, many cool communities, man. Yeah. And
0: they all, do, they all, they all overlap. It's such mm-hmm. a cool thing. They do. Yeah.
1: Richard Grove kind of characterizes it as just like a, like a culture of excellence, you know what I mean? And that's what, what it really is. Like inspires me to want to be better, inspires me to like, you know, have higher morality just in every little thing I do, you know, like, like just, you know, across the board. And it's just like, okay. And then when you, when you, again, and then when you go to a meetup where it's people, where you know that they're trying to operate on that same level too, like inherently it's just like, okay, we're here to totally crush, man. Like we're here to crush in life and just everything. Like there's no, nobody's a victim here, you know, I think that's, that's part of what the huge psyop has been is to drive people more and more and further and deeper into victim consciousness on both sides, dude, both sides. So like all the people that are wearing masks, getting the vaccines, they feel like they are victims of this disease. This disease has come into their lives. And, and, and poor me, I don't, I have to like not work and be paid by the government. It's like, this just been captured by the victim mentality. But on the other side, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. Like they there, it's like, uh, Oh, the left. The left is victimizing me. Oh, Hillary Clinton is coming to do this and Hillary Clinton's doing all this. And Hillary, it's like, like you've been captured by the enemy in in this like in complete, like docile, pacified state of victim consciousness, right? Both sides completely. And they're both outsourcing, they're outsourcing who's coming to save them. They're like like over here, you got all the Trump people. They're like, Oh yeah, Trump's gonna come save the day, Q's gonna come save the day, you know, all this stuff. Over here, it's like um, you know, both sides have the enemies to, 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 to be angry at, and both sides have the the, the figure that's going to come save them, and they're outsourcing everything, and they're just been subjugated by fear. And we're not playing that game anymore. We're not fearful. We're actually taking our life in our own hands. We realize no one's coming to save us, and we're just, we're just, like, every day taking little incremental steps to improve our lives
0: and our community. I mean, that's just what it is, dude. So, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is, like, so all those folks that were so divided when it came to this coronavirus thing. So there was these people that thought like, well, this is for sure a fucking virus. It was made in a lab. And, and then there's these other people that were like, whatever this is, it's the most deadly thing. And we have to stay inside. And we have to do, you know, and they keep us divided. That's their mm-hmm. biggest thing. They divide us and make us our, like enemies with each other. We're fighting each other instead of looking up and seeing who our actual enemy is. That's keeping us divided. And so we win when we walk away. Yeah. We win when we ignore them, when we give them our power, when we give them our energy, when we like sit there and we like, oh my God, this is our enemy. Like we win when we do we do what what Owen did. It's like work like work hard, make your money, buy like you like you literally have to make your own freedom. You have to make your own autonomy. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's the biggest thing, is like they So there's these people that are like, they're fighting. So on the right side, they're fighting saying like, hey, we want our business back open. We want to participate in this like crazy corporate capitalism. And that's how we win. And then the other people are like, no, we need to shut down. We need to get subsidies from the government. We need to be safe and stay indoors the whole time. And like, and it's like, both of those things are chains, man. Like, like the way, the way that you never actually even own property in this, in this country, you know what I mean? It's like, we are enslaved through their, their like cronyist system, you know? And so it's like the, the people that wanted freedom were actually like fighting to go back to work for these giant corporations that hate you, you know what I mean? It's like, instead of like walking away and becoming your own boss and doing your own thing, being an entrepreneur. And that is freedom. Yep. exactly. You know what I mean? Such a great point. Yeah, exactly.
1: Fighting to go back to a job that hates you, can't that hates to- you, and to- you <laughs> hate it, and numbers. you
0: just you hate every day you walk in. You know, it's just like, yeah, that's not freedom, dude. That's not freedom. So that you can what pay your taxes.
1: Oh uh, yeah, allegedly yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like the like the art of war, where basically you have to pick your battles because if not, your enemy is going to pick battles where even if you win, they're meaningless. So it's like. Like you're fighting over whether or not your school is allowed to train to kids. And it's like, well, okay, you can win that battle, but then you've got them brainwashed in a completely different way. Like, like no one's focused on like, hey, wait a minute. These kids need to learn to think.
2: Yeah. Learn well, dude, that was the feminist,
3: that was a feminist
0: lie, right? Like they were telling women, do you want to be autonomous? You want to be free? You want the shackles off? So don't have kids, don't get married, just work Mm -hmm. and have a career. Go work for the man, go work for this broney's capitalist system, pay your taxes, and then die alone. Maybe you can have a cat and and like and and a drinking habit,
2: you know.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So uh so here let me see. So anomaly hunters in the chat was just like, uh, this is that's a funny quote for anybody (laughs) that may be listening later. It says, Nate, this is you from the future. I'm telling you to invest in Bitcoin. I don't know if yeah. you keep doing on the podcast. Like, of course, you guys keep yeah. doing it on the podcast. But what do you guys think about the whole Bitcoin thing? Like, what's your thoughts on all that shit?
0: Honestly, man, I think that it was a sign up. I think it was trying to get people used to, like, uh, paperless money. I think it was trying to get people used to, like, internet kind of money. Uh, like, getting, like, your mom and dad used to it. I mean, that's what Coinbase is. Coinbase is owned by BlackRock. Like, you know, all these giant companies that, like, they they made it so easy. As soon as, like... Ben Shapiro was telling you to buy Bitcoin, you oh. knew the PSYOP was, you know, you knew like it was over, right? Yeah. And so like it had this great idea, like we can like defeat the banking system by becoming autonomous and having our own money over here. But like the whole thing about the blockchain is like people, it is, it's a great technology and if it's used the right way, it's great. But how can you do something anonymously when it's literally on a blockchain? We're you know not- what I mean? It's like everything is tied uh- in... I'm sorry what were you
1: saying scott i'm just sorry i, well, I mean i saw so, yeah the bitcoin yeah that you can trace all these transactions i mean it's kind of public and like at first maybe it was presented as like a, a way to conceal payments and stuff but now it's been proven that it's like no you can, you can yeah fully figure out who's got what but then also uh but what about like like some of the other like pirate chain monero like like i'm not really well versed in any of that but do you guys are you, you feel like there's any hope with a more you know like if there's like a like a like a one that actually can conceal the transaction but still well,
3: you know. i got a different opinion i um i think money's pretty much paperless anyways like the fact that we have paper money is just basically a leftover all they have to do is stop printing it try to find a dollar from more than 20 years old yeah. like if they stop printing money yeah. it would be gone within 10 years so i, I don't think it's like that i, I don't think bitcoin came about uh, because of that and it <laughs> Like, it's very public, and I don't know whether Monero or Pirate Train is safe. Uh, they say it is, so it may or may not be. So I wouldn't do anything too, too sketchy with it, but I think it it might be safe enough to, like, where unless, like, you're already, like, in the target, then they might not go and look at it. It's not perfect, but, like, I don't know whether it's going to become, like, massive. I don't adopted. know, man
0: i am just—I'm one of those people that think yeah. that like there's literally nothing encrypted, like nothing can be like actually encrypted. They don't let people make devices that are encrypted. This little cell phone that I have here is—it's is, a spy device, and it's like if yeah. they made it, they make it with a backdoor. So there's nothing like even if I'm using Monero on that fucking phone, they can see any transaction that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah, like. Huh. It's just to me, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's one of those things that I think that they had to get the boomers because the boomers, the biggest generation, they had to get them thinking about like online banking and stuff. And what I think they're going to do is what they're already doing is they're switching, uh, they're talking about it and they're switching over to central bank, uh, digital currency, CBDCs. And so like your average idiot is not going to know the difference between that and Bitcoin or, you know, or any of the other things. And so they're gonna like, oh, I'm using crypto. You know, like, I don't know, man. So, I mean, I wish it was what they had said it was. And it was like, hey, we can defeat the Federal Reserve with this. But I don't think so, dude. And Um, you know what we have to do is we need to decentralize. And I don't think Bitcoin is decentralized. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know no, what i mean the, yeah. the,
0: having a blockchain makes it centralized i think that we need to like well, dude we've had some people around in like in oregon over here that are doing things like community currencies where they're like it, mm-hmm. it's about like trading and bartering it's like what do you do like tony you're a massage therapist or physical therapist right yeah. you you could do like trade in that remember you remember a homie yeah. was doing that and but that, that, that was a cool that? thing i'm a chef so i could cook for, i could cook a meal for you and you could fucking hurt fix my hurt back and yeah. we just have a community ledger uh it was it's a cool yeah. system like i don't know if that's going to fix everything and obviously that has to be like on a smaller scale but like get the fuck off the dollar get your money out of the bank if you can i mean some of us have mortgages and shit so you're kind of fucked that's yeah. what they call that. what a death agreement a mortgage yeah. right like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah it's true
1: um I mean, dude, they're already like, there was a, I was just looking this up here. This is a executive order from the white house. Um, this is from March 9th, 2022 executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital assets. Like they're already issuing executive orders section four says policy and actions related to United States central bank, digital currencies. So they're already rolling it out, dude. They're already rolling out the United States central bank, digital currency. Like, it's just like, I mean that's the final nail in the coffin right there. Like if they yeah. if they move the economy towards that and exclude all other forms or make even make illegal any other form of of trade or anything like that, like that's game over, dude. Yeah. So so I mean I I recently like listened to the audiobook of like the Gulag Gulag, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Archipelago or oh, yeah. Gulag Gulag yeah. Archipelago, right? And it's like Yeah. There's like a the section that what really stood out where like this girl was arrested and thrown in the gulags because she was following this truck, and there was a truck that was dropping grains of rice on the ground. She was following the truck, picking up grains of rice and putting them in her pocket, and she got busted, and you can only have a certain amount of food. You're only allowed to have a certain amount of this and that. And if you go outside of your allotment, then you go to the gulags. You know what I mean? Like it's just
0: yeah. like what the hell, dude. We're just like
1: steamrolling into this. But and so it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Well, that's what I said. We we win when we walk away. Yeah, so exactly. if you're not on these systems, like let's you you're gonna be forced to participate. Unfortunately, yeah. it's one of those things like I think about this. So oh man, who was that British asshole? What's his name? Cecil Rhodes, right? Yeah, so yeah, Cecil Rhodes, when he was a young man, he goes over to Africa over there to be uh, a cotton farmer at first. Right. And then he goes over down to South Africa and he starts getting into the diamond mines and he's trying to get like the locals to come and work for him for basically nothing. And he's like, how do I do this? He goes, man, these people, they grow their own food. They own their own property. They're doing their own thing. He goes, I'm having a really hard time to convince all of these African dudes He called them all, you know, terrible names, but these African people to come over and work for me for backbreaking labor for nothing. How do I do that? And so he, he was like problem solving and you can read his memoirs and manuscripts as he's figuring it out. He's like, okay, well, first of all, we need to confiscate their land. Okay, so we mm-hmm. can do that. So then they can't grow their own food. Then we have to start charging them these taxes for even just existing. So like, we're going to like find these taxes for this and this and this. And so what they're doing is like, they're, they're these people were like free and autonomous. They're like, they grew enough food just to sustain themselves, just to get by. They were like enjoying life and they didn't need anybody else. But if you put chains on them that impede them from owning their own property, taking care of themselves, then they need that handout. And so all of a sudden he was able to make them be part of the system you know and it, it's one of those things that it just sucks because like you can talk about like some 70 year old like lady that like can't afford a fucking like her house was paid for a hundred times over like her dad built that house you know what i mean they've yeah. had it in the family forever but if she can't keep up these property taxes they're gonna take her house you know yeah. what i mean so they force you no matter what into this system unless we can walk away you know, yeah. we're going to have to put a toe in the system because we're going to have to pay our property taxes. We're going to have to like, it's going to have to look okay on paper, but we're going to have to have our own like systems, dude, like our yeah. own counter economy to survive and take care of each other. Yeah. Like that's the only way.
2: Yeah. Otherwise
0: they're going to catch you picking up grains of rice. Yeah. I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> and that's the whole, no, that's the whole like agorist vision, you know, like all the way back to like Samuel Conkin and all that stuff, dude. Talking about the idea yeah. of like, as this scales up, eventually it'll reach the point where, you know, we are the majority, you know, we, we are living outside of the system and like all the people that are still caught up in the state system. Like they'll look at us like, God, those guys are over there crushing on in on that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't yeah. know. That's and and so we'll see, we'll see, but I don't know. What do you, uh, what do you guys think about? Um, you guys have any insights into what's coming up in the next couple of months? I feel like it's going to get a real, get a little <laughs>
0: little dicey out there in the next couple of months. I don't know, man, like all of their, all of their like narratives are just falling apart. Yeah. Like it just, it's so crazy. Like they were trying to make monkey pox a thing, you know, it like, reminds me of mean girls. Like when that mm-hmm. girl keeps saying fetch and she's like, quit trying to make fetch a thing. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, that was her, <laughs>
2: it's yeah, like, totally.
0: I, I don't know, man. Uh, I think that there are some dumb people that are still caught up in this stuff and that no matter what, and unfortunately I think it might be the majority of people that will just go along to get along. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's that's an unfortunate thing, man. I like I don't know what to do about that. Yeah. There's enough people that are just going to like, even if they don't believe it, they're just gonna be like, Well, I told me I had to get this vaccine, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know, and it Yeah, yeah. you know I do think it's the majority of people though that yeah. don't buy their bullshit anymore. No,
1: no. What were you gonna say, Tony?
3: I think the I think the medical side of it's kind of crashing down now and it seems to be more um Domestic terrorism, censorship, yeah. any kind of wrong thing. It's moving politically now.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, right, just
3: the, like just the optics of the Biden speech, and <laughs> like, <it's,
2: laughs> well,
3: I was thinking about like, like, okay, I didn't watch it, and. Not because of protests. I just didn't know what's going on. Like, I had no idea what's going on with that shit. So it's just like that's okay, a good so, place
0: to be, Tony.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: watch the replay of it. I'm like, this motherfucker
3: yeah. yeah. So I just saw like the clip the next day. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, so like the people who saw that, mostly uh Biden supportive people who voted that way. You have to be pretty hardcore to watch a political speech. Like that's not the, something that I, like, even if you know what's going on. Like, okay, the president's not gonna tell you, he's not gonna be like, well, Biden might be fine be like Oh yeah, the aliens came down. They said we need to kill these people right here. Like you're not gonna get anything really interesting. You kind of know what they're gonna say. But just the optics of it and the amount of fear that was being um transmitted into the viewers about that and the anxiety, like the red light in. Yeah, they know what they're doing, um yeah, visually, like they know that okay, this is the way we set a stage to highlight these emotions within people. Sure. And are ramping people up. Like when you see like Nazi speeches, you're like well, this isn't meant to calm people down. They're not trying yeah. to like go like, yeah, we're going through some tough times right now, but I think if we pull together, we can get through. It's like they're ramping people up, going like, kill these people over here. Yeah, and that's like the beginning of that, but it's we have better optics now. The visual technology is better, so it's um maybe yeah. we're yeah. more cynical.
0: Dude, there's a lot of spiritual stuff happening too, which is amazing. Like I think that people are okay.
2: What's up Drew?
0: <laughs> What's up Drew? Yeah, shout out brother. <laughs> yeah, man. And so there's a lot of spiritual shit that's happening in the world too, man. I like people think that this is all flesh and blood, man, and I don't think so. I think there's a huge spiritual component that's going on with all this crazy stuff. I think that they're losing control. I think they're losing the narrative. I think they're gonna try some desperate shit. Like I'm thinking like on the lines of like Project Bluebeam. I think that they're really gonna try to like fake an alien invasion. You see all this like soft disclosure about these UFOs and all this crap that's going on, and they're acknowledging it now. And then, dude, you know what's fun as fuck? Like I haven't read it yet, but I've heard enough people talking about it. I need to read it before I like talk too much about it. But some about like russia breaking the antarctic Treaty. did you hear about that and them saying so they broke the antarctic treaty and they're like no we're not enforcing that anymore also there's more land there's more continent down in antarctica yeah i was like what the fuck we've been the flat earthers right (laughs) yeah i love it all right. Yeah, that's, so that's I got to look into that before I like talk too much about it, but it's cool shit. Like oh, I've exactly heard it from like four different sources already. Like four like separate places talking about like Russia breaking the Antarctic Treaty and them talking about more land. I was like,
2: "Oh, oh my god,
0: that's the best. That's yeah, the wouldn't best that'd be, <laughs> awesome
1: like, that be awesome if like Vladimir Putin comes on a press conference like, "Well, I I am here to tell you all that the earth is in fact flat and we are now exploring what's on the other side of the ice wall." That'd be yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just doing a quick search here. Yeah. Like, no credible TikTok, some TikTok videos.
0: Yeah, okay, so you know what? Well, TikTok do is good. If this TikTok great. says it, then I believe it. Exactly. exactly. Well,
3: okay, okay. Now, wait a minute. There might be some Nazis found in Antarctica. That was but
0: Google thing might today. also be like, <laughs> Google might also be calling this like war propaganda or like, you know what I mean? And like, so I'm going to have to use, what's the other one? <laughs> Not DuckDuckGo, they suck too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to use brave
1: it, later. It, no, no, dude, you know what the best search engine it, there is out I'm there? I'm writing it down. What is it, man? Yandex, Y A N D E X. Yandex, Yandex, Yandex dude. You no, know, it's the Ru- it's the Russian. It's the Russian Google. It's the Russian. No shit. Yes, if you type in anything, it'll give you like exactly what you're looking for. It's badass.
0: Dope, man. I've been using yes. uh Brave because I I'll thought that in, was the best one.
1: I'll type in vaccine, yeah. death, COVID, right, and then like boom, Natural News. The first link that pops up is fucking Mike uh, <laughs> name. Natural News. What's his name? Uh, uh, whatever. Like, yeah, vaccine holocaust is the first result. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Mike Adams. Mike Adams. Mike Adams. Natural go. first link that pops up, and then uh, yeah, dude, Yandex is the
0: I, shit. See, this is uh, Drew is hitting the point right there. He goes, uh, yeah, they need a uh, blue beam to get the control back. Nothing unites people like an existential threat. That's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking, dude. And then we've got this guy right here. He says, yes, Yandex, Yandex. is the bomb.
1: Hey, I want to show you guys a search trick. This is a very, very, very handy search. Do you, do you have any way to like share my screen? Can I share my screen? Yeah. You guys yeah. Uh, like- go down to the
0: bottom, hit share, and then I can share okay, your okay, screen okay. for sure.
1: So this is uh, this is something I want all your listeners to follow along with. I actually had the opportunity to, when I was in Austin. I got to meet up with the Infowars crew, and I showed this to Greg Reese. Like I was teaching Greg Reese some uh, some uh, research tips. Scott, like, on, you were
0: fucking me. killing it, bro. You yeah. were fucking killing it at the game of life. Uh, oh. Shout out and love, and you are the man. Okay, add to the stream. Here we go. Is it still?
2: Um, uh,
0: it should be a pretty full screen. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So Why do I see now. 10
2: million of me? Oh, you go. good, okay. All right, so watch
0: this, you guys. Take notes here. So, this is this
1: is how we use the enemy's tools against them, right? Do you guys see Google? I can't. Yep. I can't mm-hmm. talk about
2: okay, so
3: if you go to man. google.com,
1: this is how you do targeted searches, okay? Targeted search results. So, I'm writing this down. They use, they use uh, there's there's a thing, it's called Google Dorks. So look up Google Dorks. It's really funny. Google Dorks are uh, search terms that you can enter if you're trying to find specific things. Like hackers use them. Oh, this, is like a, this is like a hacking tool. It's not specifically designed as a hacking tool, but hackers use it. I'll show you like, yeah. for example, like what you can do is you type in in URL, colon, and it will search. You see all these things right here that pop up, all these different like recommended these are searches mm-hmm. that other people do because they're searching in the URL. So, like, you can find, you can search by looking for items or words or phrases inside the actual URL. So, like, these people, for example, they're looking for this one that says admin index.php username, password. So, this person is looking for an exploit or a, vol- a page that has a vulnerability that has a database of passwords and usernames, right? So, they're using this as like a hacking tool. But we're not trying to do that. But for some reason, Google has, well, Google has these search terms built in. So you can actually search in URL. You could search for stuff. Okay. Um, You can do in title, which will search for things in the title. You know, at the very top the tab, the tab at the top, you can search for uh, words or phrases in that. But what we're looking for is you can search within specific sites. So you can, and so this is the key. All you do is you type site colon, and then you type in uh, the website. We'll go, uh, We'll go like uh, whitehouse.gov. Okay. So now there's no space. It's site colon, no space. And then you just type in the full name of the website and then you put a space and then in quotes, you type in what you're looking for. So we could type in CBDC, uh, like CBDC. So now yeah. I can find every single website and it'll only search within whitehouse.gov. And so, boom, these are all the whitehouse.gov websites that contain the word central bank digital currency, right? Mm-hmm. So you can do this for any website. Um, CIA.gov, CBDC. Okay, so these are all the websites that contain CBDC on the CIA website, right? The NSA.
0: Now watch. You know there's more than that. <laughs> there's only four results, those motherfuckers.
2: And then the
1: NSA, there's only one on the NSA. Now watch yeah. this. this is a really good trick. So now get rid of all the, the – and just put a star and asterisk in the name of the website, and that's like a wild card. So what that's going to do is it's going to search every single .gov website. Boom. So this is all of the dot gov websites. There's federal reserve. Go. Go. So this is a great way to search any dot gov website. So you just type in like, it was fun. We'll type in the word fuck. So you can see any, these are all the websites that have the word, all the government websites that have the word fucking right here. Dot gov websites. Cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean, you can do this too. You can go dot, uh, edu, which will search all of the, uh, like, you know, university websites. If you're trying to find like a university study or try to find like something to do with, univer- you know, something within a university website, you type in the star site colon star.edu or check this out. This is when it gets really fun here. So you can go dot uh, MIL and it'll search all the military websites. So bam, Ooh. deep searching like military databases and stuff like that for information. So there you go. So this is just using Google's search, uh, like targeted search. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Just um, yeah, but anyway, that's kinda that's kind of the, the Hell yeah. That's awesome. Search lesson of the day there. So boom. Mm-hmm. Dude, hell yeah.
3: yeah. We're gonna get flagged um, to fake news on that one, man. Yeah.
1: But yeah, <laughs> Google dorks. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's what they call them. They call those little parameters, those search parameters. They call them Google Dorks, and there's a whole bunch of them. Uh so yeah, it's it's an interesting, uh, interesting way to use their tools against them. So
3: yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: yeah dude um so,
0: yeah, back to the spiritual component i was just gonna say oh, yeah. dude like i uh, like if you talk to i i'm reaching out to a few folks to talk to them about this specifically but like are you familiar with like the bledsoes at all Oh, no. uh, that that family and so they have like a property i'm dude i so anything i say right now i i know this much about it so i'm not yeah. saying that i know everything <laughs> but so the bledsoe family it, they had this uh this like experience with these UFOs, with these orbs that have been coming down and uh, like, it, it's it been a part of their lives for years, like especially the dad. Right. And so uh, their family is like visited by like, like NASA scientists that are visited by CIA and like all the like crazy kind of motherfuckers were shown up to their house just to see these entities that are coming literally every single night every single night this family can call upon them. Like, like they psychically connect with them. They're like, Hey, come down here and show yourselves. And these like entities will show up and it's wild. And there's documentation and there's like photographs and it's crazy, dude. Like, I don't know what they are, but like, so I've been talking to a couple folks, like the last episode that I put out was a, was a guy, he was a retired army, uh, because he's an army captain uh and he was talking to me about this stuff and he's talking to me about how because especially if you hear in the pentagon and stuff they're talking about the sumerian gods coming back
1: Hmm.
0: which is a wild thought and idea so it's like anki and enlil like probably the anunnaki like these type of like these beings that are supposedly coming back and so, but this guy is talking to me about like the divine feminine that's coming back. And so, like, the last time that we saw her, like, on a big wide scale, was like at Fatima, if you know what that was. It was like in Portugal, these little girls would see Mother Mary come down. And Mother Mary was like, she came for 152 days straight or something like that. She would say, hey, I'll be here at this time and come here. And these little girls and like a bunch of people, hundreds of people have seen this. Like they call her uh, like the Virgin at Fatima. You can look this up. It was like a widely like known thing. This happened in Portugal. And so they say that like that this mother Mary is the same thing as like this divine feminine, which is the same thing as like Hathor, which is the same thing as like maybe even Osiris and that she's coming back and that she's coming back to change that. Like the story is wild dude. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much truth there is to this. Like, but like I believe in a creator and I believe that there's like these interdimensional beings and this like crazy power and like, who the heck knows, dude. But it's also connected to things. Like if you pay attention to like, Oh man, what the heck are they called? Like, uh, the UN and stuff. So the UN is like, you think that they are like, uh, very like scientific and that they are mm-hmm. like, we're just about like world treaties and this and that, but dude, they're like pseudo religious. Like if you look at their connections with, uh, the Lucius trust, and trust. Dude, they-
1: they're a bunch of Luciferians, dude, like hardcore. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Well, they're, they're doing these, uh, they're doing these, what is the term that they're doing? Um, well, they're doing these crazy prayers, right? They're doing these big global prayers and where they're talking about the cosmic Christ, him coming back. And dude, it's just, so like spiritually, I think some wild shit could be happening really soon at the same time. I think that these might be like cycles, things that like naturally occur, like, and that, like the elite are trying to occult it, trying to control it. They know it's happening. They know, like, it's like, if you have that cultural history, like if you know what's going to happen because their families are the ones that survived it, they're the ones that occulted it. These are like, like the mystery schools. Like, you know what I'm talking about? They know what's going to happen. They're like, all of us, we're going to get like, I don't know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like if you don't know, it's like, if you don't know what's going to happen, that's why they rewrite our history. That's like the whole Tartaria stuff, that whole rewriting, like revision of history, because mm-hmm. they want to tell us like what is actually going to happen. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to tell us what's actually going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like all these like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on any of that? Like, have you?
1: Well, you know, you. you I mean, immediately when you mentioned like the Lucius Trust, man, like it's uh, I think they have like a the
0: great invocation. That's what they call yeah. it. The, Okay. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No. 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 And it's like the UN building in New York City. Like I think it was Mel K was telling me about this. How like if you go to the building, they have like a room, kind of like you know you go to a hospital, they have like a like a like a chapel or like a like a room you can go in and pray or something like that. Like an actual like Christian like they have one of those for like like the Lucius Trust has one or something like that. I could be mistaken. Maybe it's just like a like a an altar or something for the Lucius Trust. But like. So if you go to that luciustrustwebsite dot org, it says Lucius Trust, blah blah blah. The esoteric, and then they have this article, the esoteric meaning of Lucifer. There are comments of the World Wide Web claiming that the Lucius Trust was once called Lucifer Trust. Such was never the case. However, a brief period of yes, two, three years in early twenties, the, the Lucifer Publishing. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Lucifer. Yeah. They published the books under the name uh, the Lucifer Publishing Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, dude, they're just a bunch of Luciferians, dude. It's dark, evil shit, man yeah it's crazy i don't know man i i haven't heard about the 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 lady the virgin of fatima i'll have to look into that
0: yeah Um, look into that also like if you're on that lucius trust website you can look up the great invocation like that's part of it and you can read their prayers that they were talking about Mm. trying to bring about whatever this cosmic christ is yeah and
2: dude it's
0: some wild shit yeah. I don't know what's going to, I mean, cause like none of us do because they literally rewrite our history. That's what these great resets are about. Yeah. Like, I think that we're on the verge of another great reset because they know something's coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know something's yeah. coming. Like, so here back in the 1880s, what was like you know 1850s? Like what were all those orphan trains? What happened to their parents? Why were mm-hmm. all those kids at like their infantoriums at like the you know what I'm talking about? Like at the world fairs where you could like buy kids?
2: You know it's just holy shit.
0: Yes, kids were for sale. You could just pick one up for like farming, whatever you want. I don't know. Oh, like slaves? Just slaves? Yes, hundred percent. Wow. Hundreds wow. of thousands of kids with no origin. Where did they come from? Wow. Like. It's yeah, look this shit up, dude. It will okay. blow your fucking mind. Yeah, that's crazy. It's all connected to Tartaria, man. I love it. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I again, another rabbit hole I haven't fully explored yet, but there's I, I see the circumstantial nature of
0: it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, <laughs> and it all connects now. Is the wildest thing, man. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're crazy like me, I guess I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So, um, when do you think that, uh, oh man, I don't even. <laughs> I and mean, everybody's everybody's talking about like it's something just popped up and something else i was just looking at him like so when, when are we going to start um like like how many other countries are going to be ruled by like very well-known open pedophiles I mean, what's up with that like prince charles or no now king or king charles king oh, did charles I, did I think, <laughs> dude i just fucked up hold on <laughs> i made a meme earlier and i actually wrote king edward not king charles whoops yeah my bad, <laughs> but anyway, let me take that down. Uh but anyway, yeah. So, dude, like, uh, do people not remember like Jimmy Savile, like his best bud Jimmy Jimmy Savile? Right? Is that I mean, what's going on here?
2: Yeah, Is he and- thoughts on
1: this
0: at all, or should we just not even go there? <laughs> I mean, we can. I mean, it, it's just funny, like, I, it, dude. It, how much of that was like, because you've heard Charles talk at the world economic forum when he's talking about Klaus's buddy and he's talking about all the changes that he wants to make happen and stuff. Like I wonder just how conservative the old lady was. You know, I I still think she was a lizard and a piece of shit and a monster monarch. Like I, you know, I have no love for, but like, I wonder how much of like the great reset she was holding back. She was, maybe she was more reserved. Like, I don't know about that. They knocked the old bird off. All of a sudden, Charlie's in charge. You know what I mean? He's the king now because like people say that the monarchy has no power, but I think the monarchy has full power. I yeah. think they always have. I think that that was like the great division because like, man, I, I think about this, right? So like if there is one monarch, if there's a king at the top and shit is going haywire, you know who the fuck to blame. Yeah. Everybody goes, holy shit, the king, like, like even if it's not the king's fault, like a lot of times people are just gonna be like, take his head off. You know, what I mean? that's what that's what would happen. So if you have democracy, representative democracy, then all of that righteous anger and people getting upset about, you know, this, that and the other, they're going to start fighting with each other because they're like, no, the Republicans are going to fix it. No, the Democrats are going to fix it. And so you diffuse all of this anger and animosity and like whatever in righteous anger. Like right, righteous anger at the tyranny coming down on the people. And so, like, to me, they had to, like, they had to, like, change government and say, like, hey, the monarchs are just now a figurehead. They don't actually do anything. You huh. have to blame parliament when something shitty happens. There and you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Maybe call me crazy. But I think they have a hell of a lot more power than than is led on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, so maybe Charlie's in charge now. Like, dude, he's full on ready for the new world order. He said new world order. Like, you you can find him saying it out of his mouth. Like that dude is a crazy son of a bitch, and I guess yeah. pedophile. He's Holmes and yeah. Jimmy Savile. So yeah, dude,
1: it's just. So can we just like? Can we just like not elect? Like just <laughs> child. You don't get to
0: elect the son of a bitches. He's there by blood. He's there by birth. Yeah. That's his right by
3: God.
2: Oh, he's yeah, there I by know. God.
3: <laughs> oh, well, he's also probably pretty inbred, too. Yeah, yeah. like that's something you get. I, I think there's something to the monarchy, but I think it's almost like a hidden monarchy. Like, I think that that's like the show. Yeah, you're right. Like, no, there's a like, hidden
0: monarchy like, for it, sure, Tony. Yeah. Like,
3: no one, like, I didn't know who Klaus Schwab was five years ago, but the guy five, he had a lot of power five years ago. Like, I should have been paying attention, but. Like, who's the guy now I should be paying attention to? I don't well, know.
1: That's a good point. Like, I never heard of Fauci before this, but apparently he's been causing a ruckus for a very, very the long 80s.
3: Time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I didn't know who he was, but he was there.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. If anybody out there knows who we should be keeping an eye on next, who's the next Fauci? Who's the next Klaus Schwab? Like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, 100%, man. You know what? Yeah, but, like, to Tony... That
1: screw them screw them because we are the next like we should be paying attention to us like we're going to be <laughs> yeah next. yeah
2: we're sure going to be the
1: like all of us we're like we're the next generation you know i was thinking about that too it's like all these people you know that have like you know larger platforms now you know they kind of made their bones like after the 911 era you know like jason burmes uh you know like a lot of the, like richard groh like a lot of these people we look up to you know they made their bones like during that era and kind of came up in that so we'll be the generation of people that like you know speaking out and held our ground and and we're in focused on the solutions during covid and so we're gonna hell just yeah. you know we'll, we'll have we'll be able to carry that with us as we move forward here you know so yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, we're I'm, all happy. moving
0: we're all growing like yeah. fuck yeah dude yeah, so our numbers and shit about Schwab, dude who gives a shit about
1: fauci who cares who's next yeah like, fuck you know, them exactly we're rising we're we're gonna be the ones that rise at to the top we're gonna be the ones that they're gonna be talking about because this new world that we're trying to create has no room for these assholes hell yeah, yeah hell yeah.
2: yeah so
1: there you go yeah yeah i'm stoked man i'm excited like there's so much so much good happening in the world man and, and it's like who cares they're, they're gonna steal this next election i mean that's what i was gonna say earlier is that like dude they're they're cocky little bastards dude they're, they're not but who in are they gonna
0: steal it for it's like we lose either way yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, there's not gonna be a bunch of Republicans that get elected. Are you kidding me? Like that's not gonna happen at all, dude. That's just gonna be but, like okay, a blue,
0: Like blue when blue they do, purple. you see Donald Trump. Donald Trump was just at like the World Economic Forum, like shouting Klaus Schwab's praises. I know. Uh, he's always know. in Israel, kissing the wall and kissing the ring. Like uh, he is, like still saying, like, "Yes, the vaccine was great. It was the best yep. thing I ever did." And he like wears it like a feather in his cap. It's like, oh. Yep he's he's we're this is wrestling and we're watching two heels fighting you know what i mean and it's like
1: yeah trump is out there proud about all
0: the kids that he's murdered so so we got a question he says uh we got from richard Hendricks. he says what's our thoughts on q you want to take this one first scott
1: i mean i hear that q's making posts again um just in time just in time i mean i haven't i don't know dude i think that uh I, I, I was asked this question earlier today, actually, ironically, like mm-hmm. what do you think of Q? Is Q like really making a resurgence? That's twice in one day that I've had people, someone ask me what my thoughts on Q are. And uh, honestly, I like what I said earlier is I don't see enough evidence to support the fact that it's anything legitimate. It's not legitimate. Like it's not like it, it, it led the horse to water in the sense that it allowed people to kind of research some of these topics. But, you know, a lot of these topics are. I mean, even kind of like red herrings, you know, like I remember the maximum peak Q insanity, you know, that was like, you know, Ellen, I mean, I was following it. I was keeping an eye on it. You know what I mean? Like just like, it it was kind of the the, the talk, like people were talking about that sort of stuff, but it was like, you know, that was like back when, uh, you know, Ellen has a, has a, has a, uh, an ankle bracelet, you know, and and Hillary's in Guantanamo Bay and all this stuff, dude. And it's like the proof's in the pudding, man. And like none of that came true. It kept everybody, uh, on the sidelines, trusting the plan, waiting for the white knight to come save everybody. Meanwhile, you lost all your rights and, uh, you know, you've pretty much been trampled into oblivion. We lost so much ground, you know, from day one with the masks. You know, day one, we were like, fuck you, fuck no. Because if we give up, and dude, you can go back to like Truthzilla, like one of the early episodes. I made a thumbnail for one of the episodes of that scene in, in, uh, uh, what was it, The Matrix, where Keanu Reeves like sits up when he's like, when he, Like he's like making the gel in the pod, and he sits up and he looks (sighs) down the row, and there's like pods all the way down the row. That was the thumbnail because it was like that was it. It's like if we if we if we give up any ground on the masks, then next thing you know we're gonna be literally living in pods like the Matrix. Like that that was the progression. Like I saw it all right there in front of me, dude. If we give up any ground on the masks, this is gonna lead to full blown like you know vaccine mandates. We're gonna be living in freaking and everything, dude. And I'm just like. I'm not. I am playing this game, dude. You know what I mean. And so, so the Q thing was a great, great way. Yeah, exactly. It was exactly right there, yeah. Drew hitting an nail on the head when they should have yeah. been. And see, you know, that's the other thing too, is and I fell into this trap too of uh, you know, I I felt like the best use of my time and energy was out there in the streets with a bullhorn, you know, that because that, that was. I love doing that. Like it was great. You know what I mean. Well, you but, know, Scott. Like, I think that's an important thing. Growing my own food.
2: It should have been. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent, man. But it's like we need like uh, specific soldiers doing specific things. And yeah. I think that you were fucking killing it at that time, yeah. man. I mean, Zilla was such a powerful fucking voice, man. Like yeah. you really did. Like you helped a hell of a lot of people. Like I. We've talked about this like when we did a little swap man. but like your show, your first episode was on vaccines. You guys red-pilled the fuck out of me on it, and you were the reason why my baby doesn't have a single fucking vaccine.
1: Woo! You hear that, everybody? Yeah, dude. That's one of my proudest accomplishments right there.
0: So So, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Truzilla.
1: I I talk about that story a lot. In fact, I just told someone that earlier today. I told them I was going on with you guys. I'm like, dude, I got a lot of love and respect for these guys, like... You know, out of all the stuff we've done, like, that made it all worth it right there. They're like, you know, I heard when you reached out and told me that you guys chose not to vaccinate your kid with any, like, childhood vaccines. We're not talking COVID vaccines. We're talking any of the childhood vaccines. Because of the work that we've done, dude, like, that was, like, a very, you know, that was a big, big moment for me. And uh, I know Ed and Megan were very grateful for that as well, so... Yeah. Very cool. Is that is that your kid crying in the background?
2: Yeah, he's back uh, <laughs> they, gonna, they try getting He's trying to get ready for bed. So. He's angry. He's he's unvaccinated.
1: <laughs> angry. He's, he's unvaccinated yeah. angry. He's ready to take on the world, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. No, he's great, dude. He's oh. he's fierce and rebellious, and he's like he's yeah he's an uncut little warrior, dude. He's uncut. He's unjabbed. He's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a solid little sovereign human being over there. So, not traumatized
3: yet.
1: Not traumatized
3: yeah. yet. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
3: eventually, <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. want to like develop something in your brain first.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Tony, what's it, what's your thoughts on Q? Did you have any uh, unique so, insights? Yes,
3: yes, I think that um, as Drew says, it was a great way to keep people focused on something when they should have been growing food. I also say that it's. I think for a lot of people, it was their first. Um, step into the conspiracy world okay. and I thought that looking back at it there's no way that they could have planned something out and not expected some blowback so the whole idea of like the best way to control the opposition is to control the opposition it's I think that's what it was yeah. mm-hmm. but I do welcome people I mean the whole idea of like trusting the plan it's very like I think people's intuitions was right but they haven't had the focus yet in this world and there's a lot of crazy shit, dude, and it's hard to figure out what's real, what's not real, and I've come to the conclusion, like, I don't know, um, and not to get, like, too caught up in any one narrative, because, like, you just don't, I, to me, it's like, I don't want to be the person who's, like, all in on this one thing that I really can't prove. So, yes, people still do believe in it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah. And then,
3: and
1: then, uh, did you guys see how the whole, like, um, what was it? The McAfee, McAfee kind of co opted the whole thing there for a minute. It mm-hmm. was like a whole. Well, thing. It
0: didn't, it didn't his ex wife say he's still alive? Or an ex girlfriend said,
1: well, he's, there was this Telegram channel mm-hmm. that claimed to be McAfee from the dead, right? And it started just doing the, all the Q stuff again. And everyone's like, oh my God, McAfee's still alive, dropping Q drops. And I was like, oh God. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: uh. Dude, I love John McAfee, dude. John McAfee was an amazing dude. I don't know. You know, I mean, he might have been an FBI agent. I have no fucking idea. I don't know. But, like, dude, he was one of the funnest people. To, I mean, okay, he was clearly really, really troubled. Like, I would watch him. He'd be like, he goes, you see this? This <laughs> What the fuck was that called? It was, uh, this is bath salts. He goes, this is bath salts. You know that, that guy that ate the other guy's face? He goes, all right, I'm taking 10 of these. And, he, and then he'd be like, and then he'd like pour a glass of fucking vodka. Like I think was like, grrr, and just like finish a bottle of vodka. We're like, I was like, and there's like some giant dude back behind him with like an AK and there's a prostitute. And I'm like, Holy yeah. shit. Like John McVeigh obviously had some demons he was wrestling with. But, man, I love that guy, man. John McAfee yeah. was the man, dude. He was fucking brilliant. He was a fucking warrior for freedom. I mean, I think he would have been the guy that we needed, and I think they killed him at the right time because, like, yeah. dude, who could tell us all this shit was bullshit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he literally was the John McAfee guy, man. Like, he he knew this shit. He knew the internet. Like, when it comes to deep fakes, he could have he been... The dude to tell us if this was real, if this was fake, you know, what's going on, all these psyops, all these, like, you know how they talk about, like, uh, sorry, my baby's really crying back there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know how they're talking about, like, cyber attacks and, like, rushes attacking the grid and stuff? Like, John McAfee could have been, like, no, that's horseshit. I can look into this. Like,
2: no, totally. this
0: is them doing it to themselves. It's a fucking red flag. You know, th- You know, this is a fucking, you know. So, I mean, there's that. Where where are all the
1: white hat? Where are all the white hat people, dude? All the white hat hackers. I think you know from what I've gaged, they're co opted, man. A lot of them are all like they they believe in the narrative and the establishment. They think that uh, they've all been kind of like um, they're all kind of uh anti You know, they kind of think that like you know, all the the white man is the worst thing that's in the world, and they're trying to do things to like bring the white man down. And it's like, dude, yeah, it is a bunch of white men that are (laughs) responsible for all the ruckus, but dude, like, I don't think, you know, I don't know. I'm waiting for, I mean, what it's going to take is going to be insiders of one degree or another. Like we need like some whistleblowers or we need some something to come forward. Like, like grow a pair, you assholes out there. Like, you know, you know that you're contributing to the complete collapse of the system and there's no life for you on the other side anyway. So if you're involved in any of this stuff, what are you doing? Like, all of you FBI, NSA people listening right now, what are you doing, dude? There's no life on the other side of this. There's nothing for you on the other side of this. You may think that you're working for the good guys, but you're not, dude. Look in your heart. Look in the hearts of the people who are, are, are mandating whatever it is you're doing, man. You're not on the right side, okay? Yeah. There's no white supremacists that are coming to get you, dude. It's not happening. It's not happening. Actually, you know what? There are a lot of supremacists coming after you, but they're they're white this is not what they're uh not what their focus is.
3: Yeah, I think Pardon a lot so. of people fall into these traps of not doing something because it's right, but it's like there's a greater evil if I don't do this. And like, yeah, that's true. Like if I don't like if well, if I don't spy on these people, then someone else is gonna come along and spy on them and they're gonna be yeah. worse than me. But it's such a justification, and it's yeah, like like it just like it perpetuates the system that we're trying to get away from and you're feeding this thing and like yeah the guy on the other side that you think is worse than you he's just doing the same thing in just a different way
1: yeah yeah you know and you know god i don't know where i heard this i listen to so many damn podcasts i can't even keep track of like where i hear things most of the time but uh i heard someone saying the other day that like the like these these anti leftist types whatever like they literally are convinced that trump is the next hitler they think that he is like the next Hitler that's going to like exterminate all the blacks and the Mexicans. Like they literally think that that's him. And so their question and their thinking is like, well, imagine if you were back in like 1930s Germany and you knew what Hitler was about to do, wouldn't you be doing everything in your power to stop him? And and he, even if it took like illegal means and, and and taking over elections and wouldn't, isn't that what you do? And everyone would be like, yeah, of course that's what I do. Right. If it was to stop Hitler. I mean, they literally think that this guy's Hitler. dude. It's just like, that's the program. Oh, you know? that's the programming full blown. It is crazy.
0: <laughs> and and the right answer is yes. Like if I really thought that like I could if I like if history whatever, what's that? Like, um uh, the past is uh, 2020. You know what I'm talking about. Like hindsight's 2020, right? So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, if I yeah. could tell that, like, yes, this guy is going to be Hitler, and hey, we can stop him. Like, yes, the right thing to do is to rise up and oppose this moral evil, right? Mm-hmm. It's like great injustice. But like, yes, you're right. They're fucking co opt and they're brainwashed and they actually think this. And it's like he's no, he's no different than the fucking moron that we have in charge right now. No, not at all. So then, OK, so then uh, what if we think that like
1: Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari and all these assholes are like literally the next and Bill Gates, like they're the eugenics, like
0: they're the same ideology. That's yeah. what we're doing. We are opposing yeah. them. But you know what? We have different methods. Yeah, like, we have- we're not we, we're peaceful anarchists, man. We are yeah. not the type of people we fight with love. Exactly. We don't I'm not picking up a Molotov cocktail. I'm not going to burn down yeah. a, a building. That's just not what I'm going to do.
1: And that's but it, what man. I am
0: going to do that's is take care of my family, and I'm going to take care of like my friends, and we're gonna we're gonna walk with love.
1: Yeah, and that and that is the solution long term. That is how we arrive at a at a meaningful victory. You know what I mean? Like like it's gonna take longer. It's gonna take. It's you know. It's really a battle to win over the hearts and minds of the people and it's just it's us being real and walking the walk and staying true and 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 attraction rather than promotion and not shoving it down people's throats but just living it and letting people see that this is the right way to be and it takes more time than forcing it right that's all they have is force all they have is intimidation force and violence really but once we show the world that this is the way to be it will win it will ultimately win it has to win out eventually but but it's going to take a lot longer it's going to be a lot more difficult over time but we will have the moral high ground in the end we have the moral victory yeah. and that's and that's the interesting thing that that they have is right now they have the perceived moral high ground that's their only place of position is that, that they they operate from a place that oh if you disagree with us you're racist oh if you disagree with us then you're a domestic terrorist you know so they force the 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 society to t- to perceive them as having the moral high ground, and therefore they're able to justify all of the crazy shit that they do. They justify, you know, deplatforming, banning, censoring, you know, just using the the legal system in a weaponized fashion to just like, you know, do all these like 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 just very uh, rash, indiscriminate lawsuits against people. Just like all these things are just so crazy, over the top, but uh, but it's because they believe that they have the moral high ground. They can they can burn down courthouses they can they can loot target stores because they have the moral high ground because they're the good guys they're the good guys they believe in no racism they believe in like all this stuff but you know we you know once and, and everybody's waking up to the fact that these maybe these guys don't have the moral high ground and a lot of their ideology is based on just there's no there's no base to it there's nothing supporting it you know the idea that these people are anti-racist when their whole ideology is based on the fact that they need somebody lower than them it's like it's like i don't perceive like black people to be less than but they do they need black people to be less than them so that they can have somebody to go fight for they they're the ones that think that that looked at like you know what i mean like like you just look at any random like joe biden quote from like back in the 90s you know what i mean it's like i don't want my kids going to school with a bunch of, like i don't want my kids
0: you know to be in a, a racial, racial jungle.
2: jungle yeah it's
1: jungle. <laughs> like, like you know you know uh uh, white kids are just as smart as you know. Black, you know, white kids are just as. What, what the hell was that one?
0: White kids are just as smart as. He said, "Poor kids poor- are just yes. as smart as white kids."
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, this guy this is, like, he's the one that's not racist. You have this whole party that's just like for two years they burned down the entire country saying like, no rich white men, no cops. And what do they do? They elected a rich white man and a fucking cop into the White
0: House. Dude, there's are so, yep. so yeah. retarded. Dude. Well, they're see, so that retarded. to me is the clown show. That's where yeah. I see that this is all scripted because then yeah. they have to like, they have to eat crow because they're like, they were fighting for this. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, we didn't get yeah. Bernie Sanders again.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: we have the rich white man. Oh, he is, yeah. He, yeah. He is riddled what? with dementia, like the right has been saying this whole time. Oh, Kamala is a fucking cop and got called out on stage. And when we've been saying defund the police this whole time, and yeah. then they have to sit there and, and get married to it. They're like, yeah. yeah, this is my man. This is who I'm defending. You know, it's it's yeah, it's a degration, man. They want to degrade their soul. They want yeah. them to like, they don't want them to have principles. They don't want them to have like actual principles that they live by. That mm-hmm. it's done on purpose. It's scripted and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it co- it's, it's a corruption of your soul.
1: Yeah, it's great, dude. And, and and you know what? And just like that, that's back to the point. It's like, you know, our victory is going to be sustained and meaningful because we chose not to take the shortcut. I mean, it's yes, it's, it's tempting. It's tempting to just want to just like say fuck it and just go like take the capital, right? Like, let's just organize. Why don't we just organize a group and we go storm the capital tonight? And we just take this motherfucker back. We hang all these bastards that have been fucking us over, and we just fucking burn their bodies in the streets say so you do this shit again, you see what happens. No, we're not. We're not going to do that because that's not a meaningful victory that has any long term sustainability. Like we just can't. That's not who we are. And it's not going to happen. And and but, you know, they're probably going to pull some shit like that. And uh, it's just it's just not who we are, man. Like we have to like.
0: Well, we're not, think, we're not, again, we're not, with controlling the opposition, even yeah. if even if Donald Trump wins, then we think we're winning. But it's a symbolic it's not it's not a real victory.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't because way, we though.
0: we get stuck with fucking Trump. Like yeah. it's not like so you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And it's why I have nothing to do with the political system anymore.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm so burnt out <laughs> with it. And, you know, I think they're gonna bring back Trump because that's what they're gonna need I think to. So, so too. The the final nail in the coffin is is another Trump presidency, and it's going to be. And guess what? He's
0: going to be worse on guns. He's going to be worse on lockdowns. There's going to be there's going to be some emergency thing that happens, and he's going to take over. And and guess what? These people like and see this is my problem with the Q movement. Okay, like I said, there was like I love some of you guys that are like for medical freedom, and I and I have a lot of respect for you guys. But the problem with the Q movement, like because I didn't, I never answered that question. Uh, What's my thoughts on the Q stuff? It's just that there was a point poison pill built inside of it that was the problem and it's so like like you said tony it was like the first introduction for so many people this was their first red pill and it like opened the eyes for so many people and in that way like some of the best truthers right now actually started in the q movement they were like that was their first big pill you know there's quite a few of them that they that they were like on that and you're like you know and but they quickly realized what a psyop it was you know and they're not they're not there anymore uh but what i'm saying is like. Man, it was designed to like. It was designed to take over that righteous anger that what you what should have been right. The, those three percenters, like those, uh, what are the what are the like the constitutional guys? What do they call themselves? Like the oath keepers and stuff like that. Like when when the guns were being taken, like when bump stocks were being taken, that's when they should have stood up and said, "No, fuck this." We're a line. We have guns. We're veterans. We're respectable. We're, we're up people in our community and fuck you. You're going to take our bump stocks. Yeah. You know, but what happened, they had to trust the plan because Donald Trump was in charge, you know, and it, it was just a really, it was an unfortunate thing. And so like when it came time for us to fight, they, that poison pill kicked in and it was like, all right, well now it's time to trust the plan.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you know, And
0: that, that yeah. was my problem, man. And and I still yeah. think overall, I think we got a lot of good folks that got their first red pills and a, it woke a lot of people up. So maybe it was, you know, maybe in that way, it it worked on our side better than those people thought it would, you know, like the yeah. elite built this thing. And so like, you know, and, and I embrace any of you guys, man. I like, I don't Holy. think you're stupid. If you like fell for the Q no. stuff, like, no, dude, you're still my brother. Like, you know, it, it's one of those things, man. And like, yeah, welcome to the fold, but let, yeah. let's fight tyranny.
1: Yep. Let's do it, man. I mean, or, or, or alternatively, like, let's just grow some food, man.
3: Yeah, I
0: think. Yeah, that's- exactly. But that's how you fight tyranny.
1: Yeah. Not exactly. That's how we're going to do, do it. That's <laughs> how we do it, man. Self-sufficiency. Don't rely on these bastards anymore. And like, for me, I'm in a situation where I'm like, I'm not uh, in a position. Trust the re- plan
0: was almost religious application, wasn't it? That's what yeah. Drew just said. No, yes. Well, yeah. Spot yeah. on, dude.
1: Well, that's you're missing it the was point. Just like it was but, like
0: trusting, it was like trusting the masks, right? Yeah. yeah, no, that's my homie. Uh, you're missing the point. He's got yeah. a new show, he's an awesome what? dude out of Australia. So let's give him a big shout out. We love What's you, Drew. Show? You're What's the man. Show? It's called You're Missing the Point.
1: Oh, that's the name of the show. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Drew. Keep crushing, dude. Keep it up, man. Like, uh, well, I'll have to check this out.
3: Believe the science, rolling. trust the plants, the same thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If you ever want to do a show, let me know, dude. Trust the
0: science and trust the plan. Exactly. I think I've made that meme before. It's like, you need to see the, the corporate wants you to see the difference between this picture and this picture. You know that like trust yeah. the plan, trust the science. Yeah. It's the same picture, you know? Hell yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Exactly. exactly. There you go. God's plan. And you know, it's, 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 uh, There's a lot of truth to that like god's plan like it's it's really hard to get wrapped up in all the nonsense and the fear like fear is a big thing that they want us to uh want us to embrace they want us to feel fear they want us to be in fear they want us reacting from a place of fear they want us to uh you know just uh you know be be these like scared little animals but man something that i've learned in recovery and this is a big this is a big thing that like you know we talk about when it comes to like addiction like recovery from addiction like uh, a lot of it has to do with like analyzing like what went wrong and kind of looking within there's a lot of like inner work that, that's done uh, at a very high level, like some of the highest level that I think exists in the world. You know, there's all these different like religions and spiritual practices and modalities and and all these different ways and means that people try to heal on the inside. You know, we were talking about spirituality a little bit, but like, man, I would say like the, the, the principles of recovery are probably the most like rigorous and intense, some of the most rigorous and intensive out there. You know, I I've done a couple other, maybe like spiritual practices, quote unquote, but like nothing to the degree that like, and the one that I use is like a 12 step type program, right. Without talking about any specific programs, uh, but just like a 12 step approach. And a lot of it's looking on the inside and healing what's on the inside. And once you start doing that inner work and you start looking at your character defects and some of the things that caused a person to act out the way we acted out before for me, it was like, you know, substance addiction, but I know there's a lot of people out there that have different addictions that they're trying to cope and deal with. You know, a lot of it, a lot of it comes down to fear. It's all about fear, 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 fear. Like we operate from a place of fear and such, it's such a crazy thing when you start looking at the, some of the things that are wrong with our lives and why we make bad decisions and why we feel like shit sometimes and why we treat others poorly. It's all from a place of fear. It's so crazy. Like once you start breaking that down and the opposite of fear is faith, not being fearful. And it's like, it's like, so you'd think that courage is kind of the opposite of fear, right? You think that those are kind of like courage, fear, these are the opposites, but courage, just remember courage is not a lack of fear. Courage is being scared shitless, but doing it anyway, walking through the fear, you know, like gaining resiliency. And so, so opposite of fear is faith. And we were saying like trusting God's plan, you know, there's so much power in that. Right. And so it's like going through dark times, going through hard points. Like if you're having a particularly black pill day, just remember like that you're, you're a cognitive, perfect system already. Like nature is a perfect, yeah. system. it's a perfect system and you are just small components of it trying to do our best. So if we can find our alignment with what the universe or God or nature's will is, then we can move forward effortlessly, you know? <laughs>
0: And I want to make a a, a distinction, too, because somebody like a contrarian will tell me, like, you're trusting in God is the same thing as, like, a Q-tard trusting the plan, right? And it's like, no, it's not. It's like it's having this conscience that, like, you hear and you feel that conscience inside of you that, like, tells you what's right and wrong. And so it's like you finding the best in yourself. And so it is – it's very much – it's like trusting God's plan is trusting what's, like, best for you in your life. You know what I mean? And so like part of that is like it's being in alignment, like you said, with the universe. Like to me, that's being in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Like I feel like I have like that Godhood inside of me. And I see the God inside of you, too, Scott. I see God inside of you, Tony. And it's like it's being in alignment with that. And so like, dude, it that is the most powerful thing. And so it's like. So it is, it's trusting and having faith that things are going to be all right, but it's also going with that plan, the ultimate good, what's good for your life. So it's not like sitting there on your hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Trusting that Uh, God's going to take care of me. No, it's like, I'm being in alignment. I'm going with the flow of the universe. Like if you're fighting against the river, like you're going to have a hard time. You know what I mean? And so when everything is going wrong in your life, you're going to know it right away.
2: Yeah. There's like, you know, there's
0: like
1: moments where like, like you're having, you're having a moment, like you're having a moment. Like I, I recognize these moments. It's like, it's like, I can't find my keys and then I stub my toe and then I can't find my wallet. And then I'm like, I'm running out the door. And then I leave. And I like, I like forgot something. I'm like, Oh, like it's like this compounding cascading. Like I'm fighting. I'm like going like toe to toe. I'm like, ah, oh. I'm like, I had to take a step back because I'm not in alignment with God's will right now. I got to take a step back. Yep
0: breath i gotta chill i gotta
2: get and sometimes
0: back. god wants you to stop like because you yeah. might be like fighting and you're like trying to make your will happen because exactly what he says uh, uh, one of our uh, one of our comments here said want to make god laugh tell him your plans yeah you know exactly. so it's like when you're making your plans and you think that you know exactly what's gonna happen god's like I've got something, I got something else planned for you, dude. You can try, but like all of a sudden, like you said, your car keys are missing. You can't find like the notebook that you were looking for. It's like, God's like, just chill, dude. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah, So we have. All right, go
1: ahead.
0: (laughs) Oh, I was just going to say, we got another comment. It says the difference between the Q people uh, knew internally what was wrong, but failed to do anything about it because they were waiting for a drop. Oh mm-hmm. shit. Yes, dude. Yeah. yeah, Drew, you're on fucking fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People with faith recognize the wrong and act accordingly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah kid that's kid being kid in, in alignment kid with kid God.
3: Too, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, just I don't know. I could talk about this stuff forever. Like once I get going on like the the, the God's will part. Like that's that's powerful, man. And it's like, yeah, it's just you gotta. Another thing, too, the part of having faith is like recognizing like if you're in a bad spot, if you're going through a particularly rough time, like just understand that it's not permanent. There's no permanence to it. Like one of the things I always like to point out is like, can you remember what was bugging you like two weeks ago? Were you pissed off about something like two weeks ago? Do you even remember what that was? Do you have any idea? Do you remember what you were pissed off about? Like you thought the whole world, I, I guarantee in the last year you had a couple of days where you thought the whole universe was going to end and you're having a horrible, horrible day. Do you remember what it was like six months ago? Do you have any idea? No, you don't. Like we don't, we don't have any like recollection of any of that stuff. Just remember, whatever you're struggling with, it's the impermanence of it is almost startling. You won't even I can't even remember what I was struggling with yesterday. I have no idea, dude. Like it's fine. That's such dude, an important thing. Just remember, like, just have that that faith, man. Like, like all of us, dude, we're on this crazy journey, man. Like, you guys you guys are doing big things. You guys are talking to like these people that you used to like listen to their podcasts and be like, "Whoa, I love this guy so much. And now like you're talking to them and interviewing them. And now they're colleagues. Now they're like business yeah. associates. You know what I mean? Like, like this, this, this world is just like, I don't even know. Like example, like when he says like, you make a plan and get like, well, you, God laughs at the plans we make. Right. You tell him a plan. He's just going to laugh at you. Like I couldn't have planned anything that's happening in my life right now. Like, even a year ago, dude, I had a notification pop up on my phone. It was the last week of August. I got fired from Willamette Family Treatment Services, those bastards down in Eugene that fired me for, like, being an asshole and pushing back on the mandates in the workplace, right? I was, like, the best counselor, dude. And they fired me over some fucking bullshit Vax mandate shit, dude. I was so fucking retarded. But anyway, I got a notification. And then I was making a big stink about it. And then Ryan from The Last American Vagabond invited me on his show to talk about it. I was like that's a trip because he's i can't remember even how i got in touch with him about it but he saw oh that's what it was i sent out an email because what i was yeah long story but anyway so he invited me on a show and i got a notification on september 1st i made a post saying hey guys i'm gonna be on last american vagabond and now you fast forward a year just one year and now i'm in the last american vagabond studios like doing my show Hell
0: yeah brother hell yeah I
1: could have never in a million years like thought that that would be even a possibility dude i'm just like so that, like the plans that we make and then you guys, dude, like you guys, like when we first met, I remember you guys talking about like, like oh yeah, we're thinking about starting the show. Dude, you guys are crushing, man. Like your memes, Nate, are like the, like if you guys don't know, make sure you go follow reality Ours because you make original memes, dude, and they're fire, dude. Thanks, so man. <laughs> I just, you know, it's just like this life we get to lead and this is not our plan. You know, that was one of my biggest failures in recovery early on was that I, I got a little bit of sober time and then like i stopped doing all the things that got me there and i just like immediately went back to using and drinking and getting all fucked up again and so now i honor what got me here and i recognize that none of this is my plan that i have to show up each day and i have to do my best and i have to you know take responsibility and 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 we say like faith without works is dead which means that we like having faith is not enough like we actually like you said we have to be in action that's in alignment with the will that we feel is like in alignment but also at the same time like uh you know i have to not take credit for all i can't be the one that took all the credit for this dude i have to realize that i'm just in service to something much greater than me and just being in in, in line with that you know it just delivers us into these amazing lives dude like do you feel like like do you feel like that you're just like in a flow like you're in a flow state where like one thing kind of leads to the next you know and you just kind of gotta honor that by being the best person you can be
0: you know what I mean? It does, man. I mean, and it, I mean, that's the other thing is like, I don't want to discourage people. Like, literally, you're gonna have curveballs that come at you, and that's yeah. not your fault. And like, things are gonna happen. Like, Scott, you lost your job, and you're like, what the fuck am I gonna yeah. do? But yeah. with every single door that slams in your face, guess what? Another door opens. Yeah,
1: dude. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so also, don't focus on the negativity of it and just no. be open to the possibilities of it. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I interrupted
3: you. Yeah, i <laughs> just saying also that like you're talking about like you don't remember this shit, even the stuff that you will remember because some of the shit that we do remember, like that's the shit that we grow from. Like that's the stuff that really develops you. So, like, as we're going through this, just remember, you know, and five years from now, I'm gonna be a better person because of this, or whatever it is, like. We're not this moment in time, where this progression and whatever we happen to be going through now, like we can't hold on to that, whether it's good or bad.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, like uh, like Owen keeps saying, like you know, they have their agenda twenty thirty. Well, damn it, we have our own agenda twenty thirty, right? Yeah, I got an agenda twenty thirty, and it doesn't have anything to do with what the hell they're trying to do. Like, I, why am I? Why am I taking a back seat and reacting to whatever it is that they're doing, dude? No, 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 no. no. I got an agenda twenty thirty. What do you think about that, Klaus? Huh?
2: exactly
0: exactly yeah yeah (sighs) man well so let's have some yeah let's have some let's have some closing thoughts man i i I mean maybe we just i don't know maybe that was some great closing thoughts right there it's
2: like yeah my agenda
1: 2030 i want to get some land i want to have a beautiful wife i want to have maybe two kids by then and just uh i want to be able to podcast full time maybe have our own like broadcast network you know, like maybe all of us have like, uh, like come together and made like our own like daily wire. That isn't like some Zionist shill yeah. like pharmaceutical organization. And we're like crushing, doing our own thing, dude, like making memes and, and, you know, showing people that, you know, they don't have to be fearful. You know, that's my agenda 2030 right there, dude. I have a community of crushers, you know, I have all my felonies expunged. Like we're just, yeah, we're crushing, dude. That's my 2030.
3: I love
2: it, Scott.
1: Yeah. Tony, you that. got a twenty thirty. What's your agenda twenty thirty, Tony?
3: Yeah, man. Be around community. Be self sufficient. Have a piece of land. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. Twenty thirty.
3: How how far away is that? About eight years. You got, eight got years, eight, dude. you got, eight you got
0: years, okay. You
1: got basically one more half of a presidency, an entire presidency, and then a
0: half of another presidency. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a young man, dude. I just picked up a night job, which, you know, it sucks, but it's whatever. This one's going to pay the bills. Uh, my biggest thing is, like, we're going to get out of debt. We're going to pay off a bunch of stuff. And, like, my 2030 goal is to have a nice little piece of land in Idaho. I mean, have mm-hmm. something very similar to what Owen Benjamin has, man. And, like, yeah. I have my beautiful wife and I have my kids. And, and so, like... I just have to add on that little piece of autonomy on top of it. So I'm going to go. just grind. I'm there still, you know. I'm 34 years old. I'm going to grind. And nice. then, so by, you know, yeah. by 2030, maybe like I'll be podcasting full-time, like you said, and maybe we'll have this. Yeah. Maybe it will be a network where we're all doing this, man. Yeah.
1: Stay tuned. I know like Ryan yeah. and uh, this other gal, Courtney Turner, are you guys connected or familiar with
0: Courtney Turner? You know, Courtney uh, Turner sounds familiar. No dude gonna write her email.
1: On, fantastic C- see it's, it's c-o-u-r-t-e-n-a-y cortenay cortenay turner there. dude she's fantastic dude look at look up at courtney turner podcast and look at the guest she's had. hell yeah she's, she's next level dude but her show like she's just picking up steam but she's got an incredible story of uh like resilience and like overcoming all the obstacles and uh yeah dude um, definitely. She's, she's a crusher. So her, she's in Nashville here too. So her and I and Ryan were, uh, we got, we got big things in the works. I'll tell you what, there you go. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Dude. And it's going to benefit, hopefully benefit everybody. dude. I don't know. We're tired of just sitting around waiting for this shit to happen. I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you that much.
0: <laughs> well, Scott, you want to give your plugs one more time? I don't, dude, I don't even know if you did the first time. I think we just kept talking. I started ranting. I started
1: ranting. So yeah, the show I do is called Rebunked, Rebunked News, whatever you want to call it website's rebunked.news and uh you can find all the links to the show there on rockfin rumble uh odyssey and band.video um we're all podcast players so just listen on the go five star reviews help and telegram t.me4 slash rebunk pod is the best place to kind of keep up to date with the show so that's it oh i was gonna tell you guys too i started okay so you, you make memes nate i started making like uh, satirical like Babylon B style headlines. Like I'm getting into that hustle a little bit. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's hilarious. I don't care if anybody else does or not. Maybe they think it's hack, a hack, hack thing to do, but I think they're good. So there you go. So check out, okay, check yeah, out my Instagram or Instagram at Rebunk pod. You can see my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, what do you call them? Like my, my attempt at being the next Babylon B. So there you go. That's I fun. think great. So there you go. <laughs> and that's all that matters.
0: That's it. Guys. Fucking A man.
1: Well, hey, why don't you plug your stuff too? Because if you don't mind, I'll put this out on my end.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. So, our show is called the Reality Stars Pod or, or Reality Stars Podcast. You can find us. We're also on Rockfin. Uh, we're really active on Instagram. We have a Telegram. We need more people in there. So, come and join us, share some spicy memes, and like tell some crazy conspiracy theories. And, dude, wow. we, we, We read every single email. We read every single DM. We're really approachable. Uh, I've had like several listeners like reach out to me that are in the Oregon area and we'll go hang out and like chill and stuff. So like, dude, I I love my listeners. We love you guys. So like, so just like hit us up, man. So our email is realityzars at gmail.com.
2: So there you go. Yeah.
1: Anybody, anybody listening that's in like the Oregon, Washington, that area, dude, or uh, Rhode Island.
2: I know Tony's up in Rhode Island. Yeah. Tony's up in Rhode Island.
0: But if you're an hour from me, I'll figure out a way to come and hang out with you. And we're actually starting to get, a dude, our, our audience has grown like probably four times in the last, like, like two months. It's been insane. We've exploded, dude. And it's like. Great. So it's like at some point we're going to have to do like real, actually like realities are meetups where we all hang out in real life yes. and just like chill and hang out and just like get some food,
3: go to the beach, like whatever, man. Yeah. And just like,
1: that's so key. That's, that's so that's, critical.
3: Yeah. That's the end goal. Of, I think all of this is just connection. And if if you, people hit up
0: Tony too, cause oh no. <laughs>
3: Tony's out in, in Rhode Island, we need our East coast fans to hit up yeah. Tony.
0: If you
1: build it, they will come. That's the biggest thing with meetups, dude. You just got to just put it out there. And a couple, couple words of, suggestion advice like for people out there that are thinking about it like if you're if you're not if you don't have any meetups in your area like freedom cells is a great one freedomcells.org that's a great website to kind of create a page and just kind of have like you know people uh you know gravitate towards because there's people looking the bertaria times app is a great one as well check out the bertaria times app shout out Um, to all the
0: bears out there
1: yeah, yeah 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 that's a great way to also just find like local meetups people that are like if you're looking for like raw milk or like chicken eggs or anything like that it's a great way to do it locally but then if you're organizing meetups, what you got to do is just a couple of really easy things that you just wouldn't even really think about. You got to got to. okay. So you pick a, pick a place, you got to find a location. I've usually found it's easiest to do like in a park. Like, so you just call the city or the County or whatever it is. And you find like a pavilion, like a covered area and you rent it for the afternoon. Right. And then you just make an announcement at whatever your local group is. If it's telegram or Instagram or whatever it is, make a fly. And then, and you make a flyer. It's just like a digital, a digital flyer. You can use an app called Canva um, I use a, a, I can take like a photo and then use an app called Fonto and you just write the text and you just write the name, just come up with a silly little name for it, write The the location, the times and, and the information about it on the digital flyer. And then you share that in the group and then people can download that and share it everywhere. And it kind of like, by creating a flyer, it kind of like instantiates in the people's mind, okay, this is an actual thing, you know what I mean? And I'm going to show up to it, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, and so that's, it's really important. And then with those elements there, then boom, you just, bam, you're off and running. So there's it. It's just, you need to pick a time and place and don't go to the group and be like, hey, when's everybody available? Because you're never going to get a consensus. You just pick a time, pick a date, get a location, make a flyer, put it out there and start meeting in real life, dude. That's the only way we're going to get out of this.
0: Awesome. hundred percent, man. hundred percent.
1: So... Yeah. Whew, thanks for letting me vent tonight, guys. This is fun. I was kind of bummed that it sounded like we were for a second there maybe not going to go through with it, but I'm like, no, we're doing. It. I'm, I'm set yeah, up. Yeah. I'm glad we did. Yeah. I'm. This yeah. has been great. This has been a great one. So thank you guys. Keep keep up the amazing work. i
0: Thank you. You as well, brother. And, and great. Right. Show,
1: thanks to all you guys in the chat too, man. Like Drew, uh, no squirt bear. Like all you guys, dude. Like much love, much love,
3: much love. All right. I'm hitting the outro. Thank you, Peace brother. You. All right, man. Thanks. All right, I'm taking off.